progress. April 18, 2023, hybrid in-person and virtual meeting the San Francisco Entertainment Commission. My name is Ben Blyman and I am the commission's president. We'll start with announcements. We would like to start the meeting with a land acknowledgement. We, the San Francisco Entertainment Commission, acknowledge that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their, in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders and relatives of the Ramatush community and by affirming their sovereign rights as first peoples. This meeting is being held in hybrid format with the meeting occurring in person in City Hall Room 416, broadcast live on SFGov TV and available to view on Zoom or listen to by calling 1-669-900-6833 using meeting ID 886-775-3720. We welcome the public's participation during public comment periods. There will be an opportunity for general public comment at the beginning of the meeting, and there will be an opportunity to comment on each discussion or action item on the agenda. Each comment is limited to three minutes. For those attending re remotely, the commission will hear up to 20 minutes of remote public comment total for each agenda item. Because of the 20 minute time limit, it is possible that not every person in the queue will have an opportunity to provide remote public comment. Remote public comment from people who have received an accommodation due to disability will not count towards the 20 minute limit. Public comment will be taken both in person and remotely by video or call-in. For each item, the commission will take public comment first from people attending the meeting in person and then from people attending the meeting remotely. For those attending in person, please fill out a speaker card located at the side table or podium, come up to the podium during public comment, state your name, any affiliations, and then your comment. You will have three minutes. Please finish. Once finished, please hand your speaker card to the commission staff behind the podium. If using Zoom platform to speak, select the raise hand option when it's time for public comment. If calling by phone, dial star nine to be added to the speaker line when your item of interest comes up. When you're asked to speak, you unmute yourself by hitting star six. Please call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly, and turn down your television or radio. If you're also viewing the meeting on SFGov TV, be sure to mute it before speaking during public comment. Alternatively, while we recommend that you use Zoom audio or a telephone for public comment, you may submit a written public comment through the chat function on Zoom. Please know that commissioners and staff are not allowed to respond to comments or questions during public comment. Thank you to SFGov TV and Media Services for sharing this meeting with the public. Thank you very much. Let's do a roll call. President Blyman. Here. Vice President Camino. Here. Commissioner Falzon. Here. Commissioner Thomas. Here. Commissioner Torres. Here. And Commissioner Wong. Here. Commissioner Perez is excused. Thank you. The next agenda item is number two, which is general public comment. These are for comments on items not listed on our agenda today. I'm trained. I can save you. <laughs> there are no general public comments. All right. Then we will close public comment. And the next agenda is number three, approval of the minutes for April 4, 2023 commission meeting. Uh, do we have a motion? I move to approve. Second. Is there any public comment on the approval of the minutes? No public comment on this item. All right, we can vote. President Blyman? Aye. 
Vice President Camino? Aye. Commissioner Falzon? Aye. Commissioner Thomas? Aye. Commissioner Torres? Aye. And Commissioner Wong? Aye. All right, the minutes have been approved. The next agenda item is number four, which is a report from Director Weiland. Thank you, President Plyman. Good evening, commissioners. I'm enjoying the silly vibes that I'm getting this evening from all of you. I think we needed a, a lighthearted evening and thank you to Springtime for being here. Um, so it's official, our 13th annual summit returns in person on Monday, June 5th. Um, we're really excited for anybody that is going to watch this later on and find out from here. However, we did send out a newsletter on Friday with all of this information. We will be returning to the same location at 49 South Van Ness in the ground floor conference center. Um, and more information about the announcement is in your Google folder. So this year, we are going to continue um, our longstanding tradition of focusing on addressing the issues facing our industry and discussing ways in which the city and the industry can work together toward long-term recovery. Staff is working really hard right now on finalizing the summit agenda. We'll share the final program and speaker lineup in the coming weeks. But in the meantime, I just wanna give you a, a few highlights here of our presentation topics that we are considering. So first off, we are looking at having um, a section in which we will have individual speakers. Uh, electeds are being invited for that. Uh, we will likely have a presentation from a department head around downtown recovery. Um, we will also have a presentation on economic recovery for small businesses uh, with a highlight around downtown recovery. We're still building that panel out, but we're likely gonna be uh, featuring staff from OEWD, Office of Small Business, um, small business owners as well as downtown advocates. Uh, the conversation would address the city's recovery goals and strategy uh, and how this work will support nightlife and entertainment here in the city. Um, let's see, our second panel will be around public safety. So we wanna provide our permit holders with a little bit more uh, solution-oriented tools uh, and discussion on some measures that folks can take to ensure safety at their business or at their event. So the goals of this panel would be addressing these strategies with our permit holders so that they can have more uh, agency over their own business's public safety and also learn ways in which they can work better with SFPD. Uh, President Blyman is gonna be moderating that panel, so thank you in advance for that. And we're working with Commissioner Falzon here to uh, help us with this panel and identify a representative from SFPD to join the conversation. Uh, we've also invited Commissioner Wong to be a panelist in the discussion so that she can provide an insurance perspective. Um, and we'll also uh, absolutely be including venue owners and managers in this conversation as well, um, probably one, maybe two, uh, as well as a representative from a local security company. Um, in addition to these presentations, new this year will be a resource fair in the lobby in which we're going to uh, host our first hour of the summit with city departments tabling. So we think that'll be uh, a new, a great new addition in which folks can meet their other city departments, uh, folks that May has been working with in the Permit Center, for example, um, and it'll just be a great who's who. Um, beyond that, we are going to 
uh, do a happy hour afterward, which is a longstanding tradition. Uh, we are open to ideas from all of you about where that can be because that's still TBD. So hopefully somewhere in walking distance to here. Um, and we like to go to places that do not have <coughs> entertainment permits. Um, and we don't need to get into the reasons for that right now. Um, but if you have any ideas, please let me know. And we'll just keep you posted in the coming weeks as we finalize this agenda. And if you have any issues, concerns, questions, feedback, please let me know directly and I will share those with our uh, commissioner working group and staff. Um, outside of the summit, I just wanted to highlight a couple of events that are coming up here in the city that we're proud to recognize. Uh, 420 is just two days away. Uh, besides this being the International Day of Celebrating All Things Cannabis Related, I wanted to make sure you're aware of the fact that uh, the city is actually offering a week-long cannabis celebration called Evergreen SF. Uh, this is its second year. Uh, it's actually happening now, April 16th through the 24th, uh, and it's going to be celebrating the cannabis industry and culture uh, with a diverse array of cannabis-themed activities and experiences. Uh, so we're really excited to see this initiative continue to grow and further deepen the local cannabis industry's connections to entertainment and nightlife. So for those watching or attending, if you want more information, visit evergreensanfrancisco.org. Finally, wanted to let you all know about Make Music Day. Uh, this is returning to San Francisco this year. Uh, it was based on the Paris event, Fête de la Musique, um, and it's occurring on June 21st, which uh, is the date that it occurs globally. So this is a community-led celebration here in San Francisco of live music that welcomes all musicians, businesses, homes, and anyone who loves music to join in the festivities for the entire day. Performances are going to take place across the entire city in public and private spaces, such as storefront businesses, community centers, libraries, restaurants, parklets, and then even backyards and people's front steps. Um, so musicians and businesses can sign up to participate at makemusicday.org forward slash San Francisco, and we hope that you check it out on June 21st. Um, commissioners, let me know if you have any questions about these updates. Okay. No questions for me. Any public comment on the director's report? No public comment on this item. All right, we'll close public comment and we'll move on to the next agenda item, which is number five, which is report from Deputy Director Azevedo. Thanks, President Blyman. Good evening, commissioners. Uh, we have received 51 311 complaints since our last hearing, which was two weeks ago. I have a brief update for you, but please let me know if you have any questions. And I also wanted to let you know that moving forward, Senior Inspector Zavrina will be giving the enforcement report. He has been managing the enforcement tracking spreadsheet, and he's going to do a great job in this new role that he's taking on. So the first update for you tonight is about Club Wazima, which is located at 543 Divisadero. On April 1st at 12 a.m., we received a 311 complaint about Club Wazima's sound being too loud. Um, Inspector Fiorentino responded at 1 a.m. and he took a sound measurement and the sound reading showed that they were operating 10 dBA above their allowable sound limit. 
So we issued a citation uh, for this permit violation. I do wanna note that Club Wazima has recently completed major improvements to the building's sound abatement in an effort to help mitigate ongoing sound leakage issues at a nearby residential unit. Um, Inspector Zavrina has scheduled a new sound test on Thursday of this week to retest their sound limit to see if we were able to give them a higher internal sound limit. The next update is about Hotel Via, located at 138 King Street. As you know, they hold an LLP permit for their outdoor rooftop. On April 1st at 4.30 p.m., we received a 311 complaint about Hotel Via's rooftop event that was taking place. Inspector Zelenak responded at 5.35 p.m., and when she arrived, she took a sound measurement, which showed the business to be operating above their allowable sound limit. We issued an NOV for this permit violation, but I do wanna note that Hotel Via's manager and sound engineers have been really amicable with our inspectors. Um, they're always seemingly trying to make a good faith effort to follow their permit conditions. Um, during this visit, however, it was apparent that although the crowd noise was impacting the sound measurement, uh, it was clear that the actual volume of the music itself was exceeding their allowable sound limit. So the sound engineer worked with our staff to bring the volume into compliance. And in follow-up, management let us know that they have become more strict with who they're actually booking for events, uh, letting the performers know in advance that they have an LLP and there are conditions that they must agree to adhere to um, before they hire them to perform. The next update is about Mirio's, located at 1811 Haight Street. Mirio's holds a jam permit, and on April 7th, we received a 311 complaint at 8.30, stating that the outdoor music was too loud and that their business phone was not working so that the neighbor was unable to call them directly and complain. Um, Inspector Fiorentino responded at 9.30 p.m., and upon arrival, he observed their outdoor program music that it was exceeding ambient sound levels uh, 50 feet from the property plane as conditioned on their jam permit. Um, after Inspector Fiorentino spoke with the bartender, the bartender turned off the outdoor speakers since nobody was outside anyways, and then Inspector Fiorentino saw an internal, excuse me, a DJ setting up to perform inside the business, but they don't hold a, a permit to host indoor entertainment. So education was provided both about the complaint of not having an operable phone and hosting indoor entertainment without a permit. So I've we issued a notice of violation and I've been in touch with the owner about these violations. The owner has purchased a new phone that will be set up shortly and they are planning to apply for an LLP permit to cover both the inside and the outdoor amplified sound once they have their legislated shared spaces permit for their parklet. The last update for you tonight is about SVN West, which is located at 10 South Venice. This is an event space that historically has taken out one-time event permits from our office when they host entertainment, but they recently just applied for an LLP permit for both their indoor and outdoor spaces. On April 1st, we received four 311 complaints in regards to excessive noise at an outdoor event at their, on their rooftop. Inspector Zelenek responded to the complaints that day at 4.30, and she did observe quite a heavy bass presence from the outdoor event that was occurring. Um, she found a manager, and they explained that the entertainment, the main act for entertainment was over by the time she had arrived. Um, but in response, Senior Inspector Zavrina has scheduled a sound test uh, on Tuesday, April 25th, to set a limit for their outdoor space. So we are hoping that there will be no issues moving forward. Let me know if you have any questions, please. I see it's rooftop season. <laughs> I knew you would see that. <laughs> Being the rooftops. <laughs> rooftop police. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm just noting that, right? Like as more um, rooftops are a lot more uh, congenial, let's say when it's not pouring rain out and then we start getting more complaints. So 
if you're listening and you run a rooftop <coughs> bar, keep an eye on your sound levels, please. <laughs> Actually, that could potentially be like a cute little newsletter item. Like, hey, <laughs> we know the weather's <laughs> nice. Remember your sound limit. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is like a greatest hits of, you know, the rooftops um, between SVN and uh, Jones and Fatelvia. <laughs> they seem like they're the ones that are often in front of us or getting complaints called on them. So hopefully they will um, keep their noise levels within compliance. Um, I just wanted to uh, uh, say some thanks and appreciation to Entertainment Commission staff uh, for um, indulging me in letting me do a ride along with the inspectors of the Entertainment Commission. And I specifically want to uh, thank the inspectors, <coughs> um, well, uh, Inspector Zavarina for facilitating um, the ride along and, uh, and uh, Sid and, and Mike for, for letting me ride along with them as on uh, this past Saturday. Um, it was a it was a really good experience, I think, for me to really get an appreciation of what it's like to be an inspector. That it's a very detail-oriented role and one that requires a lot of nuance and finesse in navigating relationships. Um, it was it was shared with me that sometimes, you know, this is no one really wants to ever see us when we show up, and I. And I can appreciate that uh, having worked on that side of this industry for such a long time. And I think it's important that we have the, the inspectors that we do who are so adept at uh, building these relationships and building this trust and understanding that component of it because this very entity allows us to not just be a regulatory entity, but also one that's supportive. And I think that they are excellent ambassadors in, in conveying that, that, that we are here to support them and that we will work with all businesses in making sure they're in compliance and um, assessing their needs in terms of sound limitations and, and so forth. So I just, I, I really wanna say thank you so much for uh, putting up with me and, and riding in the car and it was it was a uh, it was really fun so um <laughs> i just <laughs> wanted to say thank you thank you that makes me really happy and i would encourage um and any commissioner who wants to go out with the inspectors we can set that up highly recommend it we have to do a ride-along, or can we just go out with the inspectors on, like, a night off or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll gonna... go for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll join you for either. <laughs> All right. Any more questions? Thank you. I don't have any. Is there any public comment on this agenda item? No public comment on this item. All right, we'll move along to number six, which is hearing and possible action regarding applications for permits under the jurisdiction of the Entertainment Commission. And Deputy Director is up. Thanks, President Blyman. We have two limited life performance permit permit applications on consent this evening, both for indoor entertainment. Um, Senior Inspector Zavrina has already set an internal sound lim limit for both premises, and there was no opposition from any applicants or added conditions from SFPD. So the recommendation is to approve 
both agenda items with the staff recommendation listed below. Is there any public comment on the consent agenda? No public comment on those items. All right, we'll close public comment. Um, questions, motions? I move the consent calendar. Second. All right, we can vote. President Blyman? Aye. Vice, Pre Vice President Camino? Aye. Commissioner Falzon? Aye. Commissioner Thomas? Aye. Commissioner Torres? Aye. And Commissioner Wong? Aye. All right, the consent calendar has been approved and we are on to our first permit application on the regular agenda. <laughs> the next permit on our regular agenda this evening is for our very first fixed place amplified sound permit or F-PASS. This permit application is for Proposition Chicken, a restaurant located at 3465 California Street. Proposition Chicken has held a jam permit since October 2021 and they are now applying uh, for the F-Pass permit to continue hosting outdoor amplified sound for diners during business hours. Under their jam permit, they were limited to six hours of amplified sound per day between the hours of 3 p.m. and 9 p.m. And the reason they're on regular agenda this evening is because under their F-Pass permit, they are requesting 10 hours of amplified sound between the hours of 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. These are their operating hours and they are seeking to enhance their jam programming by adding in their lunch service hours under the F-Pass permit. The owner distributed an outreach letter to their surrounding commercial neighbors in Laurel Village, and there was no opposition to their permit. SFPD Richmond Station did not have any added conditions, and here to speak with you this evening is one of the owners, Max. <coughs> yep. I'd like to thank the panel for your time. Uh, Caitlin, thank you so much for all your help, especially in the transition from my partner Elizabeth, who just had her second child, uh, to me. Um, yeah, all we're trying to do is extend the hours in which we can play some soft ambient music outside for our two outdoor tables uh, to cover the entire operating hours of our business. That's pretty much it. I could have prepared a longer speech. And, and we went out for a rooftop bar. I <laughs> right. Um, go ahead. I just want to say I'm a huge fan of Proposition Chicken. <laughs> Sunday for most And I was I so sad when you moved from your old location out to California Street because I was no longer within the delivery range, but sometimes <laughs> I still figure out how to make it work. Mission. And I was a regular at Southpaw and followed the nice. chicken, the Proposition Chicken. and ordered a lot of proposition chicken oh. over the last uh, three years. So um, thank you. <laughs> and I highly recommend the um, fried chicken salad at proposition chicken if you want to know what to order. Um, and congratulations on being our first F-Pass uh, permit applicant. Thank you. Uh, thanks for putting all that in the record. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> I'm happy to talk at length about how much I love proposition chicken. And <laughs> we'll set a special I, I agenda for that. <laughs> I was just going to say I got really hungry <laughs> at the announcement. So sad that there's no chicken. <laughs> I mean, I, if I knew I was going to come here, I'd get showered in compliments. And maybe next time I'm having a tough day, I'll just swing by and say <laughs> We're here every first and third Tuesday. <laughs> it noted. Actually, we can place an order. <laughs> and we can pay for it. <laughs> and you can watch us live. We have to pay for it. Let's first just be and third Tuesday. Only if you have absolutely no life. <laughs> we do have to pay for it.
Um, all right, I don't have any questions. Any further? No concerns here. All right, this is uh, not uh, that crazy. So you can have a, a seat. And we okay, can... Thank you. Is there any public comment on this agenda item? No public comment on this item. All right, we'll close public comment. Further questions, comments, motions? I do just want to point out we haven't had a nice little PowerPoint presentation in a while. Can we make sure that comes back? And um, for what? The permit for the for oh, the everyone's permit invited to do that. She likes the history. Everybody's encouraged and invited to do yeah, that. Yeah, but we miss it. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been that long. Well, we had a couple. <laughs> Two yeah. hearings ago. We had a I few. Saw the nightmares that one guy. I keep yelling at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At the next hearing, I guarantee you will see some um, presentations. I do oh. think we should just give some samples of our favorites. <laughs> Just so that it won't be such a daunting, uh, you know. We can play him as background at the summit. Question: Does anybody want a motion on this specific agenda item? Maybe. Uh, I would like to move <laughs> <laughs> approval. <Seconded>. Seconded. <laughs> All right, we can vote. Sorry, I'm. Sorry. Oh, you're great. I think I'm. Safe. President Blyman. Aye. Vice President Camino. Aye. Commissioner Fazon. Aye. Commissioner Thomas. Aye. Commissioner Torres. Aye. And Commissioner Wong. Aye. <laughs> All right, congratulations. You, the first F pass is official. That's exciting. All right, the next is the second and final permit application. And I believe is Inspector Rice doing this? Oh, virtually. Yes. Mm. Yes, can, can everyone hear me? Yes. Rice, good evening. Dylan Rice, senior analyst at the Entertainment Commission. Um, I am going to present on the final permit on our agenda this evening, which is a one-time outdoor event permit with extended duration for SF Jazz's gala on Thursday, May 4th. At this event, SF Jazz will be hosting Amplified Live Jazz and a DJ in their parking lot at 110 Franklin Street from 5.30 to 11 p.m. The reason they are on the regular agenda is because their outdoor entertainment will go after 10 p.m. and because there's no precedent for that event at that outdoor location. The applicant has conducted neighborhood outreach to affected neighbors, which you will see in your folder, and there was no opposition to this permit. SFPD Northern Station did not respond with any recommendations within the response window, and we assume they have no issues with the permit. Staff is recommending approval with the conditions listed in your memo. Here to speak with you tonight on behalf of the event is Audrey Joseph. I'm going to bring her in uh, just a minute just on Zoom. So <laughs> are we gonna see her? Yeah. <laughs> Audrey, where are you? Uh, stand by, I'm trying to. I can impersonate her if we need to. Yes, Audrey, please unmute yourself. Uh, we also wanna see your face, thank you. <laughs> hi. So, um, hi, everybody. Nice to see you all. There she is. I'll be at your next meeting because Maggie oh. invited me in May. Um, so, I'm here to represent SF Jazz. Um, they, this is their 10th anniversary gala. They took a big hit during the pandemic. This is a huge fundraiser for them. Their building cannot accommodate all the people that wanted to come, so we tented a parking lot. The parking lot has some residential around it. It's mostly businesses. It's right behind the Conservatory of Music. Um, they will start off with a dinner at 5.30 to 8.30, and there'll be um, 
a student jazz ensemble playing ambient jazz music during dinner and some people talking. It's the retirement of their founder and artistic director, Randall, so he'll be talking. And then they will leave and there'll be a changeover of furniture. I don't know why exactly, but there will be. <laughs> uh, there'll be like, um, then they're all going to go into the building for a concert and then they're coming back to the tent for um, like uh, uh, an after party, which is going to be exactly one hour long between 10 and 11, if they even come back, in my opinion. And there will be a jazz DJ at that point. The attendance will be approximately 275 people in the tent. And that's it. I'm here to answer any questions. Audrey, is the event sold out? The event is sold out. I'm glad I know you. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> oh my God, Audrey, welcome back. Why, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm, why aren't you be here? I'm on your May 2nd, because I'm in Palm Springs. I'm going to be in town on your May 2nd meeting. So I'm going to come by and see all you in person. Well, when Dylan announced your name, I do have to say it was like the voice of God <laughs> introducing his right hand because Audrey Joseph is a legend. Legend. Oh, stop. Audrey, do you want to describe the speaker system for all of us? In great uh, uh, Gotlight is providing a smallish speaker system uh, it's a cup. I do believe it's a couple of speakers hung from the rafters of the tent, facing downward, um, and uh, it, it's small. Um, I don't have the specs on it, but it's. I'm sure it is not bigger than a Mackie self-powered speaker. There you have it. Two of them, and there'll also be a microphone. The jazz ensemble is is not. They're acoustic, except for the guitar, which will have an amp. Great. Thank you. It sounds wonderful. I have to say, I was at the 2013 event, and they had the most yellow tulips I've ever seen in my life. There was a pergola, a very grand one, and there's no... It was like the best pergola ever. I know I sound very shallow saying it, but it was such a beautiful celebration, and I'm sure this... 10-year anniversary is not going to disappoint so um you know i was i don't know how many other of you were on the commission at the time but when sf jazz first opened its doors jocelyn and i went over there and they did a whole new orleans thing in the street with mm -hmm. uh, jazz musicians and horns and it was amazing and this is my second gig with them and it it's amazing to work with these people. And for their gala, they like pull out all the stops. So everything is, the dishes are special for the dinner. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Any further questions for Audrey? Hi, Audrey. It's, just, it's nice to see you. Great to see you, Audrey. <laughs> it's great seeing you all. 
Um, nice to see you, Dave. Great it's to see you. A long time. You look way better than I do. Yeah, I was going to say Palm Springs has been very kind to you. It's uh, you look fantastic. I <laughs> I've been at this computer all day. I, this is me pulling my hair out of my head. <laughs> I'm sure she just came from Coachella. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and this and for those, can you guys see me? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <gasps> we saw some. Oh my gosh! They went away. We see a bird's nest. Oh, there he is. Oh, this baby. is <laughs> <laughs> oh. He won't be with me on May second, so I figured the opportunity arose. I could show you my dad. <laughs> All right. I don't think we have any more questions. It sounds pretty buttoned up to me. Um, is there any public comment on this item? No public comment on this item. All right, we'll close public comment. Does anybody want to entertain motion? I move to approve this with staff recommendations. I second. All right, we can vote. President Blyman? Aye. Vice President Comino? Aye. Commissioner Falzon? Aye. Commissioner Thomas? Aye. Commissioner Torres? Aye. And Commissioner Wong? Aye. You Thank did it. you all very much. You did it, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be in touch. I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. All right. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Ciao. <laughs> All right. The next agenda item is number seven, which is discussion and possible action to amend the permit conditions of limited live performance permit for Adobe Books located at 3130 24th Street in San Francisco at the request of the commission. And I think uh, Deputy Director is going to lead us through this. Thanks, President Blyman. Adobe Books, who holds an LLP permit from our office and is located at 3130 24th Street, last appeared before you all at our hearing on February 21st. At that hearing, there was discussion about imposing security-related conditions on their LLP permit due to a violent incident that occurred outside of their business on January 13th of this year. Rather than imposing staff conditions, you all voted to have the permit holders submit a security plan that was more in line with their business model. After a few iterations of a security plan that were sent between myself and the business, they determined that a static security plan won't work well with their overarching, or excuse me, their ever-changing programming. Instead, they worked with myself and Director Weiland to come up with some practical security-related conditions that are both enforceable and applicable to their events. I also want to mention that the business held a community meeting with nearby neighbors as well as legislative aide Santiago Lerma from Supervisor Ronan's office on April 3rd. And both the permit holder and Santiago reported that the meeting went very well and that the neighbors voiced positive feedback regarding Adobe's recent operations. Below in the staff recommendation, you will see four proposed conditions to add to their LLP permit. Notably, we determined that Adobe Books only needs a security guard during a special event, which we defined as any event where there is an expected attendance of 49 or more guests over the course of the, of the event. The permit holder, Heather, is not able to join us this evening, but someone is here on her behalf. And so if you have any questions for her um, or myself or Director Weiland, please let us know. Otherwise, the staff recommended conditions are listed for you on the memo. Would you mind just reading the staff conditions for us? Sure thing. Number one, a special event shall be defined as any event where there is an expected attendance of 49 or more guests over the course of an event. Number two, permit holders shall send the Entertainment Commission a monthly calendar of special events at, le at least one week prior to the start of each month to entertainment.enforcement at sfgov.org. 
Three, if the permit holder adds any additional special events to their monthly calendar, they shall notify the Entertainment Commission of this change by email to entertainment.enforcement at sfgov.org at least 72 hours prior to any additional event. Four, permit holders shall have one security person present during all special events. And five, security or volunteer staff shall monitor attendance during all special events so as not to exceed the location's 49-person capacity at any time. All right, is there any public comment on this agenda item before we discuss? No public comment on this item. All right, I'll just open by saying that um, Deputy Director Azevedo and Director Weiland spent an incredible amount of time working with Adobe on this. Um, and it uh, at times was challenging, but it was great that they all came to a mutually agreed upon um, um, way to ensure safety at that establishment if they're gonna have larger events. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, I just wanna reiterate, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the applicant is not was not able to attend tonight, but they emailed to say that they are 100% in support of this, of, of the conditions that were. Yes, correct, enthusiastically agree upon the conditions. Okay. And there is someone here present if you have any questions. Got it. Yes. Okay. Questions? I just thank you to the staff, uh, Entertainment Commission staff and Adobe and Supervisor Ronan's office and everyone who helped work on this. So I'm glad we were able to come up with something that given that their business model is not the usual one that comes in front of us, um, that you were able to figure out something that worked. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks to everyone. I want to appreciate and acknowledge all the work that went into this. I, I do have a couple questions. One is um, how they would gauge when the special event is expected to have 49 or more guests, if we talk through that at all. And then secondly, I want to confirm their insurance policy contemplates live entertainment and they're not rated as a bookstore, in which case they don't have coverage for all of their different operations. And maybe if that could be rolled into any type of, I don't know if that's totally out of our jurisdiction, but I, that does worry me. Hmm. Did you want to pose that question to staff or to the representative? To the re I, sorry, I don't know who is the representative. Uh, I believe here. their name is Sienna. Does oh, okay. that look right that they're in the hearing Zoom room? Dylan, nope. Okay. It doesn't look. Um, but there is someone, uh, I Castillo. I don't know if that is the representative, but if they want to raise their hand, they can. Oh. But there, it looks like they are okay. raising their hand. So. And it right. appears there is not representation from the business this evening. Um, we did discuss how they would be gauging the 49-person capacity. Director Weiland and I definitely had that question ourselves. Um, they indicated to us that they would be using Eventbrite or another type of RSVP service to try and gauge of how many guests they can anticipate. They also said they just basically have an understanding of how many people to expect at their events um, and which of those events bring out a larger audience than others. And of course, I can't speak to the insurance question. Right, okay. Well, that would have been nice if they had a representative here. <laughs> yeah, I do wanna note though that you all are at liberty to take action without their attendance. Can I, can I just understand what's going on? So if they don't have insurance, how, how does that affect our permit? Is, is, that, is that on them? 
to have insurance. It is on them to have yeah. insurance, yeah. Those are two separate items, though, that got she, it. yeah. Okay. I think it was more informational. Got it, yeah. got it, got someone it, got from there is listening. Yep. I, I want to um, echo Commissioner Thomas's. I, I thank you to staff for seeing this through. I know it, it was, it does, it was a little bit more nuanced than, um, than most of these, but also this is a legacy business in the mission. I, as I said, in um, when they were first before us, I used to live right around the corner from them and they are an integral part of 24th Street. And so I'm, I'm happy that there's a way for them to move forward. Um, I do share Commissioner Wong's concerns about the, I think that's a valid uh, question to, to raise in terms of insurance, although that's maybe not necessarily under our purview, but I hope that um, if there are representatives from Adobe Books listening, that they could look into that and make sure that they're taken care of, because that's a very important component of this. All right. Did we have motions yet? I don't think we did. Does anybody want a motion? Approve with conditions proposed by staff. Second. All right, we can vote. President Blyman? Aye. Vice President Comino? Aye. Commissioner Falzon? Aye. Commissioner Thomas? Aye. Commissioner Torres? Aye. And Commissioner Wong? Aye. All right. We have approved that. That was number seven. And the last agenda item is number eight, which is commissioner comments and questions. Who wants to go first? I believe it's the anniversary of the 1906 earthquake today. And it is. Yes. Worth mentioning. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. You weren't out at Lotus Fountain this morning. I didn't see you. I, I know, saw, right? I thought that was you in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to wake up at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I would Without like, an earthquake. Yeah. No <laughs> earthquakes. Um, I would like to cordially invite everybody to Polk Street on this Saturday. Uh, we have an outdoor music festival that goes from 12 till 6 with some incredible acts, including uh, Anna Christina from Zepparella who hinted today on her Instagram that the rest of the members of Zepparella will be joining her. Um, I will mention they are an all-female Zeppelin cover band that is <laughs> unbelievable. Um, we also have um, a bluegrass super band named Mr. Sun, who uh, we were only fortunate to get to play for us because they're afraid it's salvage the night before, and they're unbelievable. And finally, um, we have others, but I'm most excited personally for Martin Luther McCoy, who is an SF Jazz Fellow, um, who will be playing with his funk ensemble, which includes members of Prince's band and um, some other very famous funk and soul drummers. That's during the day. In the evening, we have 15 individual shows happening within the businesses on Polk Street, um, including Bob's Donuts, which I'm very excited about. We got them an accordion player which I think is appropriate. Um, Love oh, every single bar and restaurant on Polk between California and Broadway will have a show that night. Every single show is 100% free to the public. Um, and so come on by. Um, the, we're partnered with Aquarium of the Bay for Earth Day. And so they'll have a family-friendly um, interactive aquarium stuff they'll be doing during the day. It should be really cool, really fun. Uh, please come. 
It's going to be exciting. Anything else? Happy um, belated 415 day. <laughs> to all our folks. Belated 415. Uh, that's right. Evergreen SF is here. Um, any public comment on this final agenda item? No public comment on this item. All right, then we will adjourn this hearing at 6.15 p.m. Thank you, everybody.